Hello and welcome to episode 32 of Espresso Babe. My name is Callum and joining me as ever is the main man himself, Lee. Thank you very much for joining me today, Callum. It's a pleasure to be here. How have you been, sir? Oh, I've been doing alright, actually. Yeah? yeah? Hit the gym earlier, so feeling good. Still wearing a cap and staring at these poor watchers, but we'll take it. True, but you know, greasy hair. Greasy hair, lovely. <laughs> That's exactly what I needed to hear about in my life. Anything exciting going on that our viewers or listeners might want to hear about? Um, I've started a new push-up challenge. A new push-up challenge, what's I, that then? Where I do 120 push-ups a day for a month. That's a lot of push-ups, sir. I've done three days so far. <laughs> You're going to say you've done three push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Doing them in sets of 40 and then... That sounds like terribly hard work, but good luck to you. It's hard work, yeah. It's, my chest is a bit sore, you know. Nah. Mm. Um, other than that, nothing really new to report, sir. Nothing new to report? No, that's pretty much my life to date. It's all right. Watched three Avengers films last night because I couldn't sleep. Because <laughs> you were having a panic attack, yeah. I was, yes, I was. That was good fun, sir. It, it sounds it, yeah. Mm. It's, which is why we're now live streaming and recording ever so slightly late today. So I do apologise to anyone who's been waiting. But never mind. But never mind. We are here. I'm still alive, just about, and good stuff. Ready the podcast. How about you, sir? Well, nothing too exciting going on my end. But whilst I usually come in with an interesting fact, today I almost more have a call to action. Oh yeah. Yes. Do tell. Cold callers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we're all familiar with cold callers. They're great fun. We love them. <clears throat> now, the usual response historically up until now from me has been to pretty much tell them where to go and hang up on them. Yeah. Yes? Yes. Fairly fairly standard. We all do that. They're annoying. We don't like cold callers. Let's get rid of them. Let's move on. However, I've been looking into it a little bit, and the general rule of thumb, the way these people work, is not obviously about the quality, because they're just selling random stuff they hope you buy. It's by numbers. So if you hit, I don't know, 150, 200 people in a day... Yeah. Hopefully one of those is going to be vulnerable, stupid, or just desperate enough to take you up on whatever it is you're offering. Yeah. If you can reduce that number of people... So you just keep them on the phone and like, that's, that's exactly what I do. But by all the gods, keep them on the phone as long as you possibly can. And I've actually, in hindsight, I've come to realise the only time I've ever properly dragged someone out on one of these cold calls is the only time the man's ever got really, really angry and sworn at me. <laughs> <laughs> that's great and it's this realisation actually it's because I've wasted 10 minutes of his time if you've got the spare time if you don't have the spare time obviously don't do it or just put your phone down leave them talking to nobody but <laughs> those 10 minutes you're holding them from talk uh, by talking to you who's definitely not going to buy whatever nonsense they're peddling yeah. <laughs> is 10 minutes they don't have to find some poor vulnerable jackass who's going to take them up on their offer and because that's how they make their money. If literally everybody did this, they would go out of business. They literally would... It wouldn't be a viable business if everyone dragged it out, made them waste their time, before eventually going, actually, on second thoughts, no, no, no. Do you know, do you know what a good thing to do is, which is what I do, is if you drag it out, and at the end... Oh, sorry, I'm 16. Is that all right, <laughs> by the way? And then they're like, nope, not allowed to. There are so many good stories I've heard, because I've actually... I've put, I've put this one out there a little bit and seen seen some of the stories that people have um, given back. My favourite one was a guy who got called by someone um, offering to build conservatories. Yeah. 
<laughs> the chap the chap on the phone says, well, we, I, don't, I don't think we can have a conservatory here. And the cold call is going, no, no, it's great. We can build conservatories everywhere. We'll sort you out. So asking about double, you know, the pains, the glazing, the yeah. time it would take to put it up, the costs, holds him through all of this. Eventually they come to the address and he says along the lines of, yeah, 203, third floor, how are you going to build a conservatory in a flat, mate? <laughs> yeah. Um, so whatever you do, if you get a cold caller, there are so many things you can do. Act confused, get them to spell it out again and again. If they ask for your bank card, give them the wrong number every time, over and over, and just act confused when they're saying it's not working. You can drag it out. You can waste these people's time. And it might not feel like you're doing a lot and it might feel frustrating, but you are actually protecting a vulnerable person who's going to be getting that call at some point and losing their money to these scam artists. Do you have any words, Callum? I had, I had a quote and I lost it. You had a quote and Words you lost for it. the wise? Wise words from... I don't know. <sighs> it's something like that. I, I, my brain's fried me. So yeah, like I said, it may feel a little bit frustrating at times, but if you can waste these people's time, you actually contribute towards putting them out of business and you're protecting people who aren't maybe capable of protecting themselves. And there are, there are just some great things you can do anyway. I've, I've, had, I've had a guy explaining to me what broadband was <laughs> for, a, for a good two or three minutes. <laughs> and mostly when they think you might be a sucker, they don't want to be rude to you. No. Because they think they might have someone on the hook. But all they know is you've got them on the hook and you're reeling them in. Well, yeah, that's the point. You just waste their time as much as humanly possible. You know, t- telling them to, to, if you'll excuse them, you know, to, to get lost in, in probably slightly ruder words. Yeah, it's probably not nice for them to hear. But if everyone they get is just go away, go away, go away, go away, they can blitz through five, six calls in a minute. Yeah. If you hold them on for five, ten minutes, all of that time they've had, completely wasted. That's money lost to this awful company. So it might not feel like it's an easy way to fight, but it's so easy for you to fight back. It's funny as well, though. When you're doing it, try not to laugh when you're you're winding them up. It's just that. I used to hand the phone over to my little sister (laughs) when she was very small. Um, And that was great fun. They're still trying to get hold of whoever they're trying to sell this nonsense to. And then you've got, you know, a small child trying to sing Daisy Daisy down the phone to them. (laughs) Though it must be said, it's not a very long-winded one, but my personal favourite... As a response, if you get someone calling up about your accident, you need to keep it completely deadpan. Yeah. No laughing. You need to say, it wasn't an accident. I meant to hit that orphanage. (laughs) It doesn't hold them on the phone very long, I'll be honest. (laughs) But it's very funny. (laughs) If you... Oh, that's quite funny. By the same token, if you or anyone else you know has had a good interaction with these people, held them on the phone for too long, or made their lives in any other way difficult, or just came out with a really good answer, we would love to hear it. Send it in, message it in, tell us. We want to know. Because the, some of the stuff you can say to these people is absolutely great. And if you can get them buying what you're saying, like they think you're actually being serious. Yeah, absolutely. They, you need, yeah, you want, it, you want it to be convincing. You want them to think they might be able to reel you in. Could you tell me how long in centimetres the windows are? <laughs> how oh, big's no. the frame? No, no, sorry. Sorry, that was inches. Inches. Sorry. <laughs> no, not centimetres. Sorry, could you give me it in inches? <laughs> how thick are the panes? I've only got a certain area to work with. It's from a goldfish. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it wants a conservatory. <laughs> <laughs> 
But mm. yeah, absolutely, you can drag it out with these people and you are doing them harm by doing so. Do it. Anyway. Excellent. That was good fun, sir. That was a fun tangent. It was, it was a great tangent and I really hope at least one person wastes some more people's time because of it. I hope so too. I think we'd better get into our riddles. Yes. Would you like me to go first, sir? Would you I like would love you? for you to go first, Mr Callum. So Excellent. do you remember your riddle to me for last week? Yes. <laughs> Would you like me to remind you of mine from last week, Callum? Yes, please, while I find my... Uh... So, my riddle to Mr Callum last week. In a room... In a room, there is a king, a queen, and two twins, but there are no living people in the room. How is this? And I said a chessboard. You did say a chessboard. Now I've been thinking about it, it's wrong. It's very wrong, yeah. <laughs> and the answer, you're going to like this, Callum. No. The correct answer is, they're beds. No. No. What bedroom has a king-size bed, a queen bed, and two twin beds? No one has four beds House in the room. DFS. Nah, that's, that's, not, that's not one room, is it? Sure, it's a great big room. Yeah. It's got way more than that in it. Yeah. So the answer was beds, not a chessboard, Callum. And thank you to everyone who has answered. Jodie got it right. Jodie did get it right, yeah, but she didn't actually post it in, so I wasn't going to shout her out. Anyway, right, my one for last week was, I cannot be bought, but I can be stolen. With one gla- <laughs> glass, with one glance, I'm worthless. You're reading it in a weird sense, one, sense again. You cannot be bought, but you can be stolen with one glance. Yeah. Yes. I'm worthless to one, but priceless to two. I said love. And you were correct, sir. So you're, I don't know if you're on six or five, and I'm one behind. Um, you're one and a half behind one now, mate. One and a half behind. Yeah, you're one and a half behind five. on weekly riddles. Let me see you game up. with 4.5 star. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So Lee's still Riddle Master for this week and next week because it doesn't matter if he gets it wrong because I'm still losing. So Correct. Should we move on to this week's riddle? I think we'd better move on to this week's riddle, Callum. Seeing as I started for last week's, shall I start for this week's? Yes, yeah, sure. You have me, you can change me whenever you want, and you use me every day, but you can never see me. You have me, you change me every day. No. You have me. <laughs> You can change me whenever you want. You use me every day, but you can never see me. Okay, I'll think that over and I'll get back to you at the end of the show. If anyone watching would um, has a suggestion to an answer, please do throw it out. We'd love to hear, and you will be getting a shout-out on the podcast next week. You shall indeed. Now, are you ready for mine? I am most ready, Callum. I've got to read my writing. <laughs> we had this last week. I could fill a room... Or just one heart. Others may have me, but I cannot be shared. What am I? I can fill a room or just one heart. Yeah. Others may have me, but I cannot be shared. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I better think about that. I'll give my answer. I think you just did think the... about it. So. I think I thought about that for a bit too long. I will give my answer at the end of the podcast. Anyway, I think, sir, we'd better move on to what's going on. What's going on is we're going to read what's going on, sir. Absolutely. Let's do it. How many have you got for me today? I've got two today. I've got two today. Ooh. Well, you started last time. Yep. So I'll kick us off this time. Okay. Got notes. It's very exciting. (laughs) Are you ready? I'm ready, sir. Loch Ness Monster is an escaped alpaca going for a swim. (laughs) 
There have been recent sightings of the Loch Ness Monster again, up near Loch Ness in Scotland, obviously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yes, it's escaped alpacas from the uh, Loch Ness Monster Alpacas Sanctuary. It's a thing, I promise. Which have gotten out of their sanctuary and been eluding captive, uh, captor, eluding <laughs> capture for the last couple of weeks. So, this particular alpaca in question was having a little dip, a little cool down in the lake. <laughs> People have spotted it, taken photos, and apparently it's a Loch Ness monster. It's <laughs> quite funny. Yes. <laughs> the, the alpaca in question was finally recaptured. I'm going to have to try and pronounce the name of this B&B, and it's in Scotland, um, and I'm going to struggle. But it was finally recaptured, nosing around Balachlandach. Deich? Balachlandach? B&B. Um, <laughs> and so, hope with any luck, in the near future, those Loch Ness alpaca sightings are going to be going down. Yep. But it, <laughs> people want to believe. It's adorable. People really, really want to believe. Do you think the uh, Loch Ness monster handed him in? <laughs> it's a publicity stunt. Well, there is some suggestion that it was um, originally plesiosaurs. Are you laughing at the word please? Plesiosaurs. Yeah, plesiosaurs. Plesiosaurus. I thought that was a joke. I thought you were no, saying it's a joke. A... No. <laughs> I was waiting for the punchline. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then what? No, it's a, it was a prehistoric freshwater dinosaur. Oh. So that's now what they're saying it might be. But I, th I think if it was, it's long dead now. I, th I think the lost Loch Ness Monster is just not a thing. People no. go diving in that damn lock. No one's dead. That we know of. It's just like the whole thing about dolphins. <laughs> or cheetahs. There's been no documented attack of cheetahs on people. I reckon the cheetahs are just really clever. It's crafty, mate. Yeah, they just only attack people where there's going to be no witnesses. <laughs> Or do they dress up as lions? That'd be equally good. <laughs> There's an imposter among us. Cheetahs dressed up as lions running around attacking people. <laughs> yeah, cheetahs and orcas. Two of the things you'd have thought might have eaten the odd human. Never have done. Orcas are big whales, aren't they? They're more closely related to dolphins. But orcas are what we refer to as killer whales, yes. Yeah, they're massive. Things like Yeah, they look like pandas, but they're definitely not that friendly. No. But in the wild, there have been no... No documented attacks of them attacking people either. But they've done it. In, they've done it in like those stupid like zoos that Americans have, where they yeah where they mistreat the animals for a long period of time and then expect them to be happy about it. Big up Sea World. Big up Sea World. Yep, Shamu. <laughs> Shamu would ten out of ten eat you. Yes. But no. Anyway, we digress, and it's your turn for your what's going on. I'm going to do the one I got sent in first. Oh, who sent it in to us? Uh, this is from Tammy. Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. And it's, it goes like this. Scientists forced to apologise after a new picture of Star turned out to be a slice of chorizo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? Uh, a scientist posted a picture of what he believed to be a star, and it was a a piece of chorizo on his like telescope. Like, on the <laughs> Wait, end. the chorizo got stuck on the end of his telescope. Yeah, there's a chorizo piece. <laughs> there will also be a photo going online. Oh, the please! Piece. I've got to see this. A world-renowned renowned scientist has been forced to apologise after he shared what he claimed was a stunning picture of a star that turned out to be a slice of chorizo. <laughs> Etienne, oh, Etienne Klein. A celebrated French physicist 
she had an image of what he said was Proxima Centauri, the nearest star to Earth. Yes. Yes. The level of detail, he wrote, a new world is revealed day after day. Apparently, no object belonging to Spanish charcuterie exists anywhere but on Earth. <laughs> and the new story ended with that. That's what we spent all of that time waiting for you to read. Well, I, I, I just figured out I couldn't read without line sets. Or charcuterie. No. According to... Contemporary. Yeah, contemporary something. I don't know what it was, so... <sighs> That's my story from Tammy, so thank you That's for that, brilliant. Tammy. Thank you very much for sending that in, Tammy. I love actually this guy getting all excited about this uh, this brand new up close picture of this star, and it turns out to be a slice of truther. <laughs> That's just brilliant. Very much in line with Matey Boy, who's trying to sell his gherkin on the ceiling as a for five thousand pounds or whatever. What? Have you not heard about that? I didn't. No. I didn't even bring it in as a what's going on because I thought everyone had already heard about it. No. Some famous singer or other literally just chucked a gherkin out of his burger. It stuck to the ceiling. And he's decided that apparently people want to pay five grand for it. So he's trying to sell it. Oh, the name of the piece of art obviously being Pickle. Anyone can get a pickle and throw it out a wall. Yes. <laughs> yes, but he's famous, you see. Uh. So that makes it okay. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to my second news story of the day. I particularly like this one. Tesco shopper gets club cards tattooed on arm so he never misses supermarket deals. I heard about this one on the radio. Did you? Yeah. I think it's absolutely fantastic. But imagine if they did the QR code slightly wrong, so it doesn't scan. They have tested it and it works. This is a chap called Dean Mayer, or Mayhew in fact, 30-year-old, father of seven. I think you need to keep it in your pants a little bit more, Dean. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently visits Tesco's between two and three times a day. I'm presuming he forgets to write a list. Yeah. <laughs> Gets halfway home. Oh, no. Has to run back in. I reckon that's what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's apparently to Tesco's two or three times a day. And is forever forgetting his club card. So he's forgetting that he's missing the deals. And rather than just stick it in his wallet, his solution is to get the QR code from his club card tattooed onto his arm. I guess that brings uh, loyalty to a whole new level. Well, the funny thing is... Because I was, I was going to mention, he, he, they tried it on a scanner, it does definitely work. The funny thing is, his next plan is to get the Nectar Card QR code tattooed a little bit further up. <laughs> so, presumably it's worked and he's very excited about it. But um, he's been recorded on saying that he's very excited because he might be the only person on record to have his, Q, his QR code for his Nectar and his club cards tattooed onto his arm. Dean, mate, there's a reason for that. <laughs> It's a stupid move. <laughs> it's a really stupid move. That's if nothing funny. else, because when you get older or whatever, your skin sags and distorts. Sooner or later, that QR code, mate, is not going to work. But it's clever, it's ingenuitive, and I'm going to be honest, I love it. It's quite funny, isn't it? It's brilliant. <laughs> Apparently, people who know him say it's weirdly clever for him as well, so I think that gives us some idea of what kind of level we're dealing with. Level of psychopath. <laughs> I mean, psychopath's a bit harsh. It's beautifully quirky. It is. Anyway. Anyway. I don't think I have much more time, much more to say about Dean and the amazing QR code tattoo, so I think we'd better move on to your last news story, sir, if you think you can read it, okay. Um, just give me a quick second to browse it. Yes, this is quite a short story, because the title basically says it all. 
Woman dumbfounded by typo on Nan's grave. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Which I don't think it's a very bad, like, typo. When she went to visit her grave for the first time, because for circumstances she she died before she was born or something, I'm not sure. The typo it read, she was an adopting grandmother. An adopting grandmother? <laughs> yeah. There's no wonder you don't object to that. And it should have read, was a doting grandmother. Oh, a doting? I was going to go adoring. Adopting grandmother. Yes. I think that should be a thing, to be honest. Adopt a grandma. That'd be great. <laughs> Wouldn't mind changing my mum a mental. <laughs> I better take that off the actual podcast. My dad <laughs> listens to this. <laughs> oh, dear. Wait, wait, we need to tell um, some more um, anus stories so your dad can get... Familiar with my bum again. Yes, that was... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there was one more thing I wanted to mention while we're on what's going on. Yes. Which is that a couple of you have sent in a story about a teen boy who mutilated his, his genitals trying to be intimate with a blender. Unfortunately, that story is fake. It's very fake. It's been very fake for two years. So much as I appreciate the uh, you trying to get involved... Unfortunately, sending me news stories that aren't real doesn't do me an awful lot of good. For those of you who haven't encountered it before, this teen boy allegedly left home on his own, decided to stick his genitals in loads of random appliances, accidentally turns on a blender, blitzes them up. It's fake. Five minutes Googling it will tell you that. But, again, thank you so much for being involved. (laughs) Anyway, I think we'd better do our answers to today's riddles. I think we should, sir. So, again, those of you watching, if you have any suggestions as to what you think the answers might be, please do get involved. My riddle to Mr. Callum. You have me, but you can never touch me. You can change me whenever you want and use me every day, but you can never see me. I missed out the first part of that riddle last time. You did, yeah. (laughs) You did. I was like, what? That's changed. Yeah, I've, I've somehow missed, but can never touch me. Okay, so what was it? You can have me, but can never touch me. Yeah. You can change me whenever you want, and you use me every day, but you can never see me. You can have me, but you can't touch me. Feels like being married, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everything just stays still when I come in the room. You can have me. No, you can have me, but you cannot touch me. Yes. You can use me whenever you want. <laughs> Change me. You can change me whenever whenever you want. You use me every day, but you cannot see me. Um, This is really... I'm going to go with breath. I was really hoping you were going to go like a guide dog or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with your breath. Your breath. I don't know how that fits, but... Do we think that's correct? Do we have a better idea? While you're thinking, Callum, you better tell me your riddle, because I've got no sodding clue as to what yours is. I can fill a room... Or just one heart. Others may have me, but I cannot be shared. What am I? Me. Again, this one feels very metaphysical. You gave me love last time. I feel it feels it feels very similar. I'm gonna um, can fill a room with just one heart. Joy. Okay, find out if he's uh, right next week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking, are we doing the answers now or not? No. no, of course we're not doing the answers now. The answers come next week. Last but not least, have we got anything else to talk about today, Callum? I did have some, a fun fact, but I forgot it. Oh, that's nice. Can't be that fun, can it? 
You didn't write it down. No, I didn't. It's gone. Wouldn't have done that much good if you had written it down, because you can never read them anyway. True. In that case, we'd better go into how to contact us. Yes. Okay, you can, of course, catch us on... <laughs> it's Spotify, isn't it? No! no TikTok, yeah. No, we are on Spotify. Yeah, but... No, it's not. Okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay. We are on TikTok, which is Expresso Babe, the podcast. Absolutely. You can also catch us on Facebook. Pop in Expresso Babe. There is a space between those two words. And do not forget, Expresso is spelled E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O. You can also catch us on Instagram, which is Expresso underscore Babe underscore. You can catch us on email, which is Expresso.Babe at Yahoo.com. And definitely last, you can catch us on... No. There are two more. You can catch us on Twitter, which is Expresso underscore Babe. And last, but by no means least, you can also find us on YouTube. Pop Espresso Babe into the search engine and we should show up or search any one of the episodes. We will also be throwing out little segments of our favourite bits from various episodes in the future as well. We will indeed, so lucky devils you. In which case, Carol, all that remains is for me to say, always a pleasure. And it's never a chore. Thank you very much for joining us, folks. And we'll talk to you next week. And thank you for having me, Lee. See you next week, guys. See you then. Bye.